1: Business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, the Dow, the SP, NASDAQ, all declining at or near their worst level of the session. This update is brought to you by. Bentley University. What to tying up the finances at Converse and managing asset allocations at J.P. Morgan have in common? A business degree from Bentley University because business is everywhere. Prepare here. Right now we've got the S and P 500 index down 10 at 2,088, a drop of five tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials down 145 points, down eight tenths of one percent. Nasdaq down six, a drop of point one percent. Tenure up three thirty seconds. zeal there one point eight three percent. Gold up three forty the ounce to twelve seventeen twenty, a gain of three tenths of one percent. Crude lower, little changed. West Texas Intermediate down thirteen cents to forty nine nineteen a barrel. Drop of three tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio.
0: The U.S. consumer is sending mixed signals. Gauges of U.S. consumer confidence, uh, well, fostering uncertainty about whether the recent pickup in consumer spending will be sustained throughout the summer. For example, the conference board's consumer confidence index fell. So 92.6 in May from an upwardly revised 94.7 in April, and it was the second consecutive monthly decline. Let's find out what it all means from Lynn Franco, Director of Economic Indicators for the Conference Board. Lynn, thanks very much for being with us. You're quite welcome. So how do we uh, uh, calculate this? How do we Make sense of the of these almost divergent reports. You have the consumer, the the Conference Board's consumer confidence index, as I indicated, that fell. But if you look back to last Friday, the University of Michigan had their report seem to contradict what this report says. What what's going on?
3: Uh, well, I think you know ours is a little bit more focused on the job situation, um, and despite this decline, I think uh, pretty much it's been the same message for several months now, and that's that looking ahead, uh, consumers are quite cautious, both in terms of the economic outlook and also in terms of the employment outlook.
2: Well, of course, that employment outlook is reflected uh, very directly in your questions: Are jobs more plentiful, not so plentiful? or hard-to-get because uh, the plentiful part didn't change so much, but the hard-to-get number moved up a bit.
3: Yes, we had some upward mobility there, and if you take a look at the expectations, um, you know, six months down the road, there was an increase in those saying that they expect fewer jobs to be available. And I think this really translates into what we're sort of seeing a little bit in the labor market is, That Job growth may be slowing. I think the expectations are for about 160,000 jobs, perhaps less because of the Verizon strike um, at the end of this week, but uh, clearly a little bit slower than the 200-plus that we had averaged uh, in earlier months.
0: Do you think that based on the information, Lynn, that it is sustainable throughout the remainder of the year?
3: I think in, in terms of confidence levels, I mean, there's still not enough. Uh, I think momentum to to really give consumers additional confidence. Uh, again, on the other side, there's not enough to take it away. So I think we stay sort of in this zone uh, where we continue, you know, with growth around two percent, two and a half percent. Clearly, no no significant pickup, and I think that you know casts a little bit of a cloud over consumers. A slowing job market uh, can also cast a bit of a cloud.
2: Uh, this level of consumer confidence does it correlate in any way with a certain level of personal consumption expenditures (PCE) as a key part of the
3: GDP report, or even more broadly with GDP? Well, I think, you know, one key slight silver lining that we can take away from this report is that we did see a little bit of an uptick, obviously a month does not a trend to make, in consumers' income expectations. So I think if that continues to hold up, then I think, uh, you know, we'll continue to see consumer spending sort of at the same pace. But nothing in this would indicate that we're going to get a big surge in spending or a big decline either.
0: Lynn, uh, the Conference Board's Consumer Confidence Index is at its lowest level in six months when should we start to be concerned
3: i think if we begin to see very sharp declines in the expectations and the present situation we should become concerned for now it's been much more of a sideways movement i think that has to do with a lack of uh strength let's say in the economy Um, we've been growing at a rather sort of lackluster pace and i think that's reflected in the confidence numbers uh
2: the federal reserve what's the bet from the conference board right now on when the uh Fed moves on that key rate for the first time this year?
3: I think we'll see movement probably over the next uh, two to three months.
2: So June, July, and there's no meeting in August. Probably during the summer,
3: yes. (laughs) So um, I think think the majority of folks uh, are anticipating a summertime increase.
0: A summertime increase, how will that, or do we not know, how will that affect the uh, consumer confidence report? How will that filter into such a, a report?
3: Well, you know, we do ask about their expectations regarding interest rates. Uh So folks are, you know, they do foresee a rate hike in the uh, foreseeable future. So I don't think that will come as a shock. So I think it's really going to come down to what's happening in terms of the labor market, what's happening in terms of wages and whether or not the uh, economy can uh, pick up a little steam, which we don't anticipate.
0: How
2: accurately, how closely does your consumer confidence report track, correlate with, even um, sort of predict where consumer spending is going in the United States?
3: Well, I think you know confidence is, is only one factor. I mean, you have to have an ability to spend as well. So, despite the declines that we've seen in confidence over the last several months, uh, we're still at relatively uh, good readings. So, as long as consumers have that ability, you know, in terms of credit, in terms of wages and a desire I mean we've seen a consumer now that's become very selective uh, so they're looking for bargains. They're looking for initiatives. They they do have spending power, uh, but they're being very selective as to when they use that.
2: All right, Lynn Franco, thank you so very much for joining us to talk to us about the Consumer Confidence Report, a little bit of a pullback in the latest report. She's the Director of Economic Indicators at the Conference Board. And, Pim, I think the report today that uh, really got the most attention was that consumer spending out. We're going to be speaking, of course, to uh, Carl Riccadonna from Bloomberg Intelligence later in the show but uh that certainly was a boost to stocks and but there's a lot of focus right now on global markets and global events
0: well just to give you the details personal spending and that measures how much americans paid for everything from i don't know clothing to uh to food items increased one percent in april from a month earlier and that was the biggest one month jump since august of 2009
2: So we're going to keep it going here on Taking Stock. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox. We're going to be looking at VW, and we're going to get a preview of Tesla's shareholder meeting. All this coming up now on Bloomberg Radio.
0: Coming up on Taking Stock, we're going to take stock of Cuervo. Find out if the tequila maker will actually raise a billion dollars in an IPO. We've got the details coming up.